Welcome to So Do You Want to Talk About? This is a podcast where four Northern friends from the UK talk about K-pop, Palu, and Korean culture. Disclaimer, these are all our personal opinions and thoughts. So do you want to talk about Korean food? Hey, welcome back. Hey, hey, 22. Hey. Double figures, double doubles. Double, double. Oh yeah, double figure. Who would have thought we'd go to 22 episodes? I would have thought we'd get bored after five Not me. Once <laughs> <laughs> uh, but today's episode, we're going to talk about my personal favourite subject, Korean food. Food, generally. Just food. Food Love and our favourites. <laughs> but first, shall we introduce ourselves? I'm AM. I'm B. I'm Cass. And I'm Lou. And we are So Do You Want to Talk About? Um, and today's episode, we thought, how have we not talked about this yet since it's got so big in the UK and just generally we love it? Korean food. What is Korean food? Why is Korean food different? Why do we love it? And why are we so obsessed with kimchi? Mm. Let's just open it up. <laughs> Let's just talk about this. And in prep for this episode, me and AM have just eaten our lunch, which was cup noodles. <laughs> banging. It was banging. Do we insert the sponsor here? <laughs> I actually would love that, though. Like, if you actually do want to, like, send us some, like, cup noodles or anything, <laughs> or if you've got recommendations for cup noodles, we'd like to hear suggestions. Yeah, Drop us a DM. Can. You can send us. We don't have a PO box just yet. That would be cool if you did. Send the cup noodles that way. <laughs> But to start off, I just wanted to say a quick blurb, which I've taken from kellyloves.com, who talks a lot about Korean food. So she says, South Korea is a country with an impressive culinary culture and one which hugely varied from traditional to modern. So street food and formal eating. And they do eat their food in preparation for health rather than sustainability, which is very good. And communal eating is a huge thing in South Korea, which me and Cass noticed a lot of when we were in Korea like it is a communal thing and also food is centered of everything so for example when we say oh do you want to go for drinks in the UK you're just going for drinks you're going out to a bar a pub you're just having drinks that doesn't seem very popular in Korea when you're going out for drinks there's always food in the middle I love that like noodles like you're eating with your beer and everything it's a very communal thing so I've heard that is why they don't get so like drunk as a skunk so easily they're like if they're going out after work and stuff like that because you're I mean if K-dramas have taught (laughs) drunker than us (laughs) true maybe they do maybe they do but they don't get drunk after a couple of beers like we do anyway I'm a lightweight me two beers and done two beers a.m. that's her nickname two beers Um, but I've learned a lot about Korean food I don't know if it's different from all of you but I've only learned what I've learned through K-dramas Yes. Like, it seems very precedent in K-dramas. More so, maybe I notice it more because it's different to our food. Like, maybe we do have food more in our TV shows. But there always seems to be, like, a dramatic family meal. Everyone's got these meals. And there's always zoomed-in shots of what they're eating yeah. or what they're prepping. Or, like, there always seems to be a shot of the table all the time. Or a zoom out of how many different side dishes there are because there's always small little dishes that they have with their mains yeah um and i just got really interested in it that way and then i learned actually how much history is behind it and how much like health is a focus within traditional korean food and then obviously my love for street korean food like (laughs) tabaki the korean hot dogs like noodles 
all of it like we had so much when we were in korea um but i'd be interested to know what's your guys favorite korean food or how did you learn about korean food i can go for mine so obviously i'd been watching k-dramas and the korean variety shows and stuff like that and i'd always seen food as part of it but when i really got into focusing on it and taking more attention i would say was when i watched Ginny's kitchen last year Ginny's Kitchen, uh-huh. yes. Yeah, so obviously I'd seen all the food in like Rum BTS and stuff like that. There's often episodes where they're making like traditional food, but it was really that that really piqued my attention because the whole show was just centered around the food. And I remember and it's just- Korean every- street food, isn't it? Ginny's yes, Kitchen. Yes, yeah. And I just remember every Friday watching the episodes and thinking, oh my goodness, I wish I was eating that right now. And looking up so yes. much stuff. The especially the um, corn dogs, mm. they are oh, every time I saw so them come on screen. That was that, that was it for me. Um, it was Park Sun Jun teaching me how to cook ramen properly. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. just like I would watch his show continuously, a cooking show of just warming up ramen. I'm down. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, that that was how I got into it. But my favorite Korean food, I would go for tteokbokki. I, I order that whenever we go anywhere. <laughs> Just can't help myself. No, that's a lie. Everywhere we go, you order sea- seaweed. Yeah, with Which the is absolutely <laughs> vile, by the way. Oh, <laughs> no. Seaweed, yeah, seaweed is my is my absolute number one. Yeah. Got a special place in my heart for seaweed. Really <laughs> <laughs> um, I started actually getting into Korean food when I met, actually, you guys when I met uh, oh. Lou and Cass because we'd actually not really been for Korean food had we before I don't think that? we'd really looked, looked into, into where into even because I don't think there's that many places around here that that's focused on that um, yeah. I mean me and Cass are obsessed that's why I think <laughs> we've made this our whole personality so yes we consume and eat it as well <laughs> my first uh, my first Korean meal was with these guys so it was oh my, my God, I didn't actually know that one. So it was, and I just remember getting the menu and being like, because I then only just started getting into K-dramas as well. So, Mm. like, I hadn't really, obviously, like, watched, like, Business Proposal and all that, and they, like, got food, but I never really paid attention for that. It was just, obviously, the soju, which is at the peak, and the beer, which is at every table. They always mention soju in the K-dramas. And I remember getting the menu, and I was like, I I don't know, I was just like, what's not spicy on the, on the menu because I don't like spice. I'm not very good at it. Um, so I'm Which like, is so funny to ask in a Korean restaurant. Yeah. What's not spicy? And I just remember, I think you got me tabake. I think we tried some tabake. Actually. Yeah, I, de- I definitely will have ordered that. Um, and then I think we got some kimchi, is it kimchi pancakes? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that, I really liked that. And then Korean fried chicken. Oh, I love Korean fried chicken. Mm. But my uh, my spice level definitely got better as more yeah, Korean food that I'm eating. Uh, but I really like it when, like, obviously we go out and I don't really know what to get, so I let everyone order for me because I'm like, <laughs> well, I don't know what I want, so I just let, just yeah. let you know, let everyone else pick Which up. I love because I like being in full control of situations. Yeah. Mm. So, so I'm like, right. <laughs> but uh, what is it that I... Uh, is it uh, bibimbap? Oh, yeah, bibimbap. I like that. That's my favourite. The sort of mixed rice, but yeah. Yeah, like it just—it's just a big bowl of goodness. It's a very like hearty meal, isn't it? Yeah, like mm. the, I never can finish like a full bowl of it. I feel like if you're not really into spice and you just want something quite, I say plain. There's a lot of different ingredients in there, but it's not too overpowering and it's not in like a broth or anything. I always feel like that's a good like 
place to start like if you're gonna start that's a healthy hearty dish as well Mm. like traditionally you get that served in a it's like a hot clay bowl isn't it like yeah it's it's almost it's steaming hot to the point where they've put it sounds gross when i say it they put a raw egg on top once they serve it to you Mm, because the bowl is so hot you mix it up and it cooks with you like it's part of the i think the experience the communal experience of you cook it there and there which blew my mind Um, by the way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what as well, we had a really good bibimbap in um Paris when oh, we went to see G. It was Idol. like it was like a random back street. Yeah, it Korean was shop. it was quite quiet. And it was really mm. quiet and the lady she was so nice once she mm. and we sat down and she was asking us what we wanted and it wasn't really expensive and she kept asking if we wanted more food bringing in. I think she just kinda of wanted to feed us up. Um, oh. we must have obviously been looking a bit skinny <laughs> so she must have wanted us to feed us up but that was re- that was really mm, nice I she really brought some that bits for us didn't she and I think she mm, bring yeah we had a lot of like the banchan side dishes um, and they obviously refill them don't they quite a lot in Korean yeah, restaurants yeah they're normally notoriously in Korea they're kind of like free dishes side mm. dishes you're not really paying for them whereas I know in the UK when you go to a restaurant and stuff it is you order something for yourself like you order your own plate yeah Whereas in Korea, it's very much it's a sharing situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, their dishes are made to be shared. So that's why you get all these different side dishes. And, I mean, kimchi are obsessed. Absolutely obsessed. Like, me and Cass went through a phase of just kimchi jjigae. If there was kimchi jjigae on that, on that menu, we're ordering it. <laughs> or uh, army stew. If that's on the menu, we're getting it as well. Anything hearty and broth-like. But we took you guys to a Korean barbecue. Mm. Yes, yeah, you did. You did. And that's a very communal thing as well. Which, mm-hmm. if if you said like, if you said it's my dad, like you're made to cook your own food on the table, he's like, why? Why? Are they, why are you cooking your own food? It's like, mm-hmm. well, no, it's like the experience that you're normally drinking and you're prepping the meat in the middle and you're like, you get to decide how you have it with rice or you wrap it in the leaves or you mix it with kimchi. Like it's a whole communal thing which i think i like and also you spend more time together like enjoying the food rather than trying to rush through it like you're just trying to eat and then go back to what you need to do yeah i think it's quite common in east asian a lot of east asian cultures that eating is a very communal experience it's not like over here where like you say like you order your own meal and you're like no you can't even have a chip off my plate you know what i mean yeah yeah you ordered something else joey doesn't share food yeah (laughs) Yeah. so it's a it's a completely different experience but i think it is quite nice because when you go out you can first of all you can try so many different things all at once um but also i think there's less wastage this way and stuff like that because if you don't eat something somebody Someone else can else eat it and it's almost that like um culture of like you can just order more to the table as a whole you don't have to order mm-hmm. everything in advance eat your meal and then that's it done and dusted you kind of just if you need more you just add it on don't you oh yeah definitely they are they all are. the banchan dish side dishes will just bring you more in in korea yeah. and stuff yeah. obviously so for people that don't know, when we keep saying bang chan, we're not saying bang chan from Stray Kids, we're saying ban chan. Oh, I wish they were bringing more of that. More ban chan at the table. So Korean culture, like Bia said, um, they place a lot of importance on sharing food. So Korean ban chan, sharing is a feature of the table at mealtimes. And these meals are naturally more communal. So ban chan are lots of little side dishes 
they're spread across the table and every korean dining table looks like there's like almost like a party taking place like a buffet so it's always full of variations of color so you've got um meals that are communal and then you have the rude side where you're keeping it where you're eating by yourself that's kind of turned into more of a japanese twist that's happening in korea at the moment i don't know if you've seen it where it's singles restaurants mm. where you're in like a little booth oh, like, yeah. so they do have this kind of setup but it's almost encouraged that that is your time because it's for your it's almost like food is medicine so korea understands that food is not just for nutrition it's also a mental and emotional well-being mm-hmm. like process so that's why even though there's longer hours that they do at work in korea like their work day is a lot longer traditionally they have an hour two hour lunch period because yeah. in those two hours they're going out with their colleagues to eat drink it's a break from actual working they're going out that is their time that they have to bond with their colleagues and things it is very much got that higher importance of which you know i love yeah anything communal like that i love that like really really do i think one thing that really stood out to me because obviously as i've spoke about before like the way i got into all korean things was by learning the language um one of the ways that people greet each other in korea is to be saying bab mokoso like have you eaten like that's mm. that's a standard greeting like you wouldn't say that yeah. to somebody in the UK when you've just walked up to them like have you eaten but that is a pretty standard greeting to ask people that and I think that really shows the importance of how food and eating meals and stuff is into Korean culture yeah like it, it's just completely different it's quite from a warm greeting it? it's like it's like making sure that you've had something to eat like we want to make sure that mm. you're okay yeah I think it's really nice also excuse my poor pronunciation though <laughs> well, I, didn't even know that, I didn't even know that say before you just said that so we've learned something it'll be better than anything we could do or pronounce anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it, that's what's really stood out to me Cass what's your favourite food I, unless I've said it already because I kept talking about Korea because again my whole personality <laughs> see I really like bulgogi um I knew that was coming. I was just thinking that. I mean, I I like bulgogi so much. I tried to make it at home. I make it with my partner, who now loves it so much. So every week, we pretty much have bulgogi, kimchi pancake, and rice. Um, Which is interesting because bulgogi is beef. You've never been a fan of beef. No. So, fun fact I was a vegetarian for a while, I was vegan for nine months. Um, All I exclusively eat is chicken. However,. When we went to Korea, no, I think it was when we went to the um, Korean barbecue, I thought, you know, I'll try some um, bulgogi, because obviously that's what you kind of see. It's like the most traditional, like the most famous like meat. Um, and then, yeah, when we were in Korea, I ate a lot of bulgogi. And now suddenly I will eat steak and anything of a meat, of a, of a beef variety, um, which... I'll be honest, my mum's kind of showered at me for because she is where I refuse to eat anything. Um, but yeah, it was just, I like the way that it's, it. I don't know, for me, when it comes to food, it's all about like the texture and it, I know it sounds really strange. And I think because bulgogi's marinated and it's so soft, like that's yeah, what it's I not really tough. thought. This is so nice. Um, yeah, and I, I, I've tried to make my own kimchi jjigae as well, which I did successfully for the first time the other day um which was really nice and um i'm terrible as you know at kimchi pancakes i am terrible at making them as much as i love them um but my partner is really really good for some bizarre reason 
Um, so she's always on kimchi pancake duty whenever we eat it. Well, it, it like encourages us to cook it as well. Like generally, I think because obviously we love it so much, we could go out and eat it all the time. It is natural ingredients and stuff that you can do. Like it is easily attainable. And also in the high street and at shops now, Korean food is becoming more present. Oh, yeah. Like I'm noticing yeah. it a lot more. I don't know if you're noticing it when you go into restaurants as well. Like the pub down the road from me, they have it's called Korean Korean spicy beef, and then they also have um, kimchi dumplings on a pub menu. So it's like Korean food is becoming very popular Actually, as this whole yeah. Hallyu culture. Just this morning, I was watching Saturday Kitchen Live with James Martin, and so he was cooking something this morning, and one of the ingredients was kimchi. See, there you go. Like, it's everywhere. everywhere. And it is good for you as well, so it's quite a good thing. (laughs) Exactly. So talking about kimchi, if anyone listening doesn't know anything about kimchi or what it is, it is basically what Korea is known for. Like kimchi is incredibly, like, it's their intangible cultural heritage of food. So there is a fun fact which I found really interesting. So kimchi is so much a part of the Korean culture and their identity that when Sun Yun-yi the Korea's first astronaut, went into space, she actually specifically took a kimchi that was made to survive in space. Like wow. it was a specifically created kimchi that she wanted to take up. So the South Korean t- um, government took nearly 10 years to create this specially freezed dried kimchi so that it could be taken into space. Like 10 years just to <laughs> focus on this. Um, but sadly... The space kimchi lost all the good bacteria in the process of travelling up into space. If anyone doesn't know what kimchi is, it's um, basically fermented vegetables. And when we use the word fermented, it doesn't sound great. But it basically builds this good bacteria, which is incredible for your digestive system. Like, so, so good. It's actually being encouraged in the UK now more in like almost so like health benefits yeah so in there you normally have your chinese cabbage you have spring onions onions there's korean spicy red pepper is also included in it and then you also have gochugang which is included in there but there's so many different ways of traditionally doing it i'm obviously not an expert so i could have given you the wrong ingredients there um which is one of the things I'd actually love to do when we do go to Seoul. Make like kimchi. kimchi making because the traditional way they do it they do put it in these crock pots because like obviously in the dynasty eras, which is where kimchi came from like 200 years ago, it was a process of keeping food preserved. And that's why this kimchi was created. Like obviously they could keep it for so long. It was dug and preserved in these pots in the ground or under the earth. Um, and it was kept for longer. And it was this, you know, health benefit of almost the more it was aged, the better it would taste. Um, so I'd love to learn more about that. And I can come back with fun kimchi facts for you me and lou watched channel for the food unwrapped and it was um so if kimchi is put in um it's put in a jar but the jars were exploding because of all the toxins that were when the kimchi was fermenting so they put like a pin in the um in the seal and then there's like an odor thing on the lid to stop it exploding like on the shelves Um, I thought that was so cool. Yeah, yeah I thought well, that was so cool. One thing that I saw on Reddit about a week ago, actually, was that um, apparently 98% of Korean households have a kimchi fridge. Like that is, <laughs> that is how much, like, kimchi is so involved in everyone's lives. Like, 
And it, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I wish that I was obsessed with kimchi because it's got so many health benefits. Like it's, it's not a my great thing, thing. Do you know? I've got more into it recently. Do you know what wasn't my favorite? Me and Aon went to a Korean restaurant recently, and they had cucumber kimchi. That was that not was good. Not, that was not my that favorite. Not I nice. prefer the cabbage. I prefer the cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> the cabbage one, and also I'd recommend the spring onion one. Oh, I don't that think I've really tried that good. one. Uh, yeah, that is good, but. It is, so a lot of households have like the kimchi fridge, but it's like a ritual called kimchang, kimchang, which is basically, it's the process and traditional making process that households do, where they do these massive kimchi making um, situations. We've probably seen it on our favourite K-pop TV shows, yes, or like, when they do that. these, like Run BTS, they've done it, where Jin's telling everyone off. Um, where they do have these massive um, big bowls, plastic bowls that are all sat on the floor with massive plastic gloves on and they're mixing all of the um, cabbage together and the red paste, the pepper paste and stuff. And it's like this massive process where they do make so much of it like so that it lasts them and it's also gifted to like family members as well, mm. um, which I think is so... like I can't think of anything UK-wise that's similar to that, like... If, no, I don't think everyone it gets has. together and make pancake yeah. day. Everyone gets together on pancake day to make pancakes. Food definitely doesn't have that kind of communal thing no. over here. And I know that like a lot of people I've spoken to who are from different countries and different cultures have said that that is something that's like in some cultures food means so much and yeah, over yeah. here in the UK it just doesn't it's like a completely different experience for us. What I would consider it is like similar to as like you know, like a Sunday dinner. Mm. Everyone gets around on a like not everyone gets around on a Sunday, like but some most families get around on a Sunday, don't they? And they all have Sunday dinners together, and you're bonding over the same meal, the roast chicken, and yeah, you know, you're mashing your Yorkshire taties and your puddings. <laughs> your Yorkshire taties. Yorkshire Which and that's a very very heavy dish. A yeah, yeah yes, Sunday dinner. all of a Sunday dinner. Obviously, there is some food in Korea that is heavy, like obviously. You korean fried chicken and it's almost got that western mix but their traditional food i've never felt sick full after i've mm. eaten a korean meal like what i assume is a traditional korean meal again not korean can't speak on that but i've never felt like oh i feel really uncomfortable full i'm just like that was really good like that was not and i don't know if it's because the chopsticks you're pacing yourself i don't know if it's like a process in that um, we're pacing ourselves because we can't use them properly <laughs> am has got really good considering she could not use them yeah, she has. Yeah. I, I am, she I has did, become a pro i purchased um some um metal ones um and oh, do you know what i i love them i can't use the wooden ones i really struggle with the wooden ones See, i, I think the wooden ones. ones are the easiest ones but i was, I was saying this to am actually because i prior to getting into korean food i with work have gone out for a lot of like japanese food mm. and even chinese food and they typically have these wooden chopsticks or the plastic chopsticks so i'm much oh, better yeah. with the plastic and the wooden chopsticks than i am with the metal ones but i'm getting there i'm getting there it's the metal flat ones that i struggle with like the flat them. metal ones i prefer the flat ones, no, I found, ones yeah i found them difficult um but when when me and cass again talk about it again when we went to seoul i watched before i went it's on netflix now it's available it's called um street food asia oh yeah six episodes and in one of the episodes they go to the 
one of the most popular Korean markets in Seoul, Gwangjan Market. So they go to Gwangjan Market in Seoul and it's been around for like years and years and they, you know, they sell fish, they do traditional food and stuff and there's this one lady and she's been working at the stall her whole life since it's been passed down from her grandma, her auntie, her mother, all the way. And they do like these, they make their own fresh noodles and these noodle broths. So I knew I wanted to go there. So my friends took me and Cass there and it must have got so popular because when we got there, again, it was on a Saturday, so it was busy, this market. This queue was going all the way round the actual stall. But because they're so efficient, like this it didn't feel like you were queuing at all like they gave you the menu they knew what you wanted when you sat down they knew where you were sat the lady that was on the netflix show even came around and spoke to people individually and did their noodles because she knew that this netflix show has given her a lot of it's got her noticed you know around the world Mm. um and we even got a picture of her and things so i'll have to share that at some point um but they even have massive posters saying like the market scene on Netflix, um, oh, that's street lot. food and stuff. So they've really embraced this thing. But I remember thinking, if I hadn't got into Korean food or Korean society and stuff as much as I had, if I'd seen that market, I wouldn't want to eat there. I'd be like, oh no, I'm I'm gonna yeah. like it's a I'm gonna get ill. Like it's not my thing. Honestly, that was the best like noodle broth stew that I had that whole trip. And it was the cheapest. Like, it literally cost me the equivalent of £4.50. Wow. £4.50. And we, you get all the side dishes with it as well. Like, it, all of it is there. So I'll, I'll have to take you girls when we go, because it was yes. so, so yes, good. definitely. Um, but, of- oh, yeah, I'd recommend anything on Netflix, street food related, give it a watch, because mm. mouth-watering. <laughs> yeah, I really want to try the street food and also the... Um, convenience store food. I've seen so much about the, the sort of, even if it is just like the kimbap in the the triangular kimbap that people get. See, I loved that, but Cass was not a fan. She was. I think it might have been the one Cass got. I think it was just a tuna one, whereas I got a tuna kim, uh, tuna kimchi one. I really liked that one. I've not told you guys, but I've recently just come back from Krakow and I went to the supermarket and they had a Korean section had those. Oh, did they, they had them in the packets, the they? triangle ones. And I'm going to my boyfriend going, oh my God, I've seen them somewhere. And it was only just reminded me of like Hybe Cape Carers when <laughs> they, they, uh, they lo- Mingi lost out on a tray. So he ended up with the, I think he ended up with a square. Oh, yeah. Bear in mind, this man's like six foot and he's like, I've got to eat that rice square for my lunch. I just remember that, but they were well stocked in like all the, you know, oh, all the yeah. Korean bits. But I thought I'd just put that in there. Like Mama Soju always goes on about gimbap and wanted to make gimbap. Um, and gimbap, when you're over there, oh my God, it is so filling. Mm-hmm. Like me and Cass, I remember us having, we did this thing where we always keep ordering different things. Um, but the gimbap, I remember having like four or five pieces. And I was so full because it is, it's good stuff. It's like rice, meat in there. You've got, the seaweed um, around the edge. Of course, seaweed. Sorry, I can't bring it B, back. B would know that. <laughs> B would know that. Um, but yeah, like, I, I, the convenience store food is so good. Like, Cass liked the milks as well, like the strawberry milk, the banana milk, like flavoured stuff like that. Um, but also you get 
I don't know what it is, but it's like the ice. You know, oh, you can yeah, get where the... you put the coffee drinks in. I've yeah. seen yeah. this. Like, really? you're in different mixes. Yeah, I I saw um because the you know because obviously I I don't I'm not a coffee or tea drinker, but they do do like the juice flavor ones. <laughs> so I'm very happy about that. Like I, I definitely we've got to do it. We kind of got to do it. Do you know what I mean? And also the noodles when you're there, like you can buy the pot of noodles when you're there, but they have hot water the microwave everything yeah that's what i want to do that you can do but you do if you eat all of that probably every day you would feel sick i want yeah. I, I just want my k-drama moment okay like where they where they go in and they go sit well you can buy soju there as well and they give you little paper cups like paper shot cups with your soju so if you want to drink it there and then or they give you chopsticks or the, a little straw if you've got drinks like they give you all the utensils you need yeah did you see the ratchet log where um sungminayan and hyunjin went by the han river yeah and they went and they got the the ramen bowls and they they put all the water and everything yeah. and they took it back and sat by the han river that's what i want to do <laughs> like, then one of the lads ordered a mcdonald's i was like oh you let that'll be what that. yeah that'll be what we do as well <laughs> But no, I think I would encourage anyone listening that loves K-pop or Hallyu or anything. There's so many restaurants, like Korean restaurants that are popping up now, like really prominent in London, really easy to find. Mm. They're quite popular in Manchester now. Obviously, Korean food's popping up on different menus. But I think we've found even, it sounds dodgy when we say back alley, but back alley restaurant Korean food stuff are normally the best. Yes. And yes. Traditionally yes. good ones. And generally not as expensive. Mm-hmm. exactly yeah. we'd have to i think we'll probably do a list i think of all the korean places we've been to on our trips and do like a vlog on it yeah, yeah i think yeah. it'd be interesting to show that and, and oh. even just it's it's getting more popular like i just went to b&m um before we mm-hmm. came here and i got these korean noodles these nongshim noodles here and then yeah. am loves this drink mogu mogu which i'm sure you will have seen the idols drinking it's, it's my favorite <laughs> thing i have so they, it's cheaper to get it from B&M oh, and they started selling it in Aldi or Lidl. With the chewy bits in it. Yeah, it's my favourite thing. The only thing is, they only have really limited flavours. Like, it's either strawberry or grape. And they did have one mm. support on, like, at the start, they had, like, mango, which was great. But if I want to try different flavours, there's the, the Korean store in Leeds and I'll go, and they do it in the litre. Like they do with the big ones. The liter. Like the liters. Uh, uh, but I think I'm getting sick of that like same flavour. But it's about £1.15 and it's about the same as what it is um, in the, the Korean shop. Um, it's my mm. favourite drink. And actually, it's not that bad for you. Like, there's, there's not a lot of sugar in it or calories, really. So you could you can have once a day, once a day. It's not, it's but there's a water. lot of there's a lot of colorants in it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about that, especially the blue. There's a lot one. of words that you can't pronounce, <laughs> which is never a good sign for ingredients. Do you know what my what, one of my favorite drinks? And this has been one of my favorite drinks since, for like way before I got into any kind of Korean culture, Korean language, anything. Uh, kombucha. Mm. Now. Kombucha yeah. has so many health benefits. If nobody knows what it is, it's like a fermented it's vile. tea. Yeah, it, it tastes quite I like it. vinegary. <laughs> it tastes quite vinegary, but it is one of my... AM hates it, but it is one of my absolute oh, we favourite drinks. We, uh, Holland and Barrett stock yeah. it. So we went into Holland and Barrett, and she goes on about it, and they do it at spoons, don't they? They do now, yeah. It's got really popular in recent years. Like, I started drinking this years and years ago, and the only place I could buy it was Holland and Barrett. Like, they didn't stock it in many places. They probably had it in the Asian supermarkets, but at the time I didn't actually realise it was Korean. Mm. I I yeah. obviously just saw it in Holland and Barrett because it was advertising it good for your gut health and stuff like that. Um, 
But now, because I think Korean food and mm. drinks and stuff have become so popular, you can find it in Sainsbury's, you can find it, yeah, in Weatherspoons. Sometimes Nando's have it on the menu. Like, oh. I can, I've had it quite a lot. Um, and obviously, I think it did also, not just saying one person has brought it over here, but Jungkook did an infamous live where he spoke about his so lemon kombucha <laughs> one week. And then the following week, he came on live again and he was like, guys... I couldn't get any of my kombucha because you sold, sold it out. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it has that got really good, popular yeah. now. I think coffee culture, especially iced Americanos, is huge in Korea, isn't it? Yeah. They, they There's something different about an iced Americano in Korea, though. Like, oh, really? I think AM would actually like it. See, I don't it like coffee has, either. But it has, like, a vanilla base to it okay like, yeah. i don't know if their coffee beans are different i think because it comes from drip coffee rather than instant which is what we do mm. drip coffee it's a different process and i i think you should try it i just think, I think we'll, we'll have to take one we'll have to take one for the same and just uh, give it a go you can you can i mean show one thing blue. one thing i did do is i went to a convenience store i got an iced americano where you get in the little sachets with the ice cube cup I got that and I got a banana milk and I mixed them together. Guys, it's little, so good. Yeah, non strong. That might be what we need to do. We'll share so one. Good. <laughs> it was really, really good. See, or I think AM hates strawberry milk one. as well. That's the only problem. Fun fact about me don't like milk. <laughs> I just don't. Notoriously, banana milk it is obviously dairy milk, but their other flavours I actually found is soy. So <sighs> it is not actually milk milk. Yeah. Um, I think it was a banana milk was the dairy one, but I had a strawberry one, which was soy. Um, and that was... Because I obviously, I don't do milk either, so I kind of went for those ones. And I think it's all about gut health again. Like, again, I'm going back to Kelly. Kellyloves.com. So Koreans understand that food is not just for nutrition, but it's also for mental and emotional well-being. Not only do Koreans see nutritious food as a cure for some illnesses and ailments, but it also as a preventative. So again, because of kimchi and the process and stuff and how milk, I think, goes through such a process for us to be able to drink it, they don't actually embrace it as mm. much. Um, again, just my personal opinion and thought, that's not a fact. Um, but I found it very, very easy over there to find milk replacements. There wasn't a lot of stuff that had milk in unless it was westernised places. Yeah. There was a lot of milk in there. <laughs> yeah, I think... the the. There's just so much to talk about because one thing that we haven't really mentioned much is how is corn dogs because I think that you see corn dogs mm. are obviously in the UK. I don't know if it's in the international chain Bunshik that we went to in London. So oh, the that, corn dogs! I have dreams about that corn dog. Yeah, it was amazing, wasn't it? I I am honestly the first time that I sort of saw a lot about it was on Judy's Kitchen, which I realise I haven't actually mentioned. This is sort of like. Previously, it was called Yoon's Kitchen, which I don't think it was available to stream in the UK, so I certainly never watched it. But Ginny's Kitchen was um, Sojin, Yumi, Pak Sojun, Choshik, and V from BTS. They all went to Mexico and opened up like a pop-up Korean restaurant where they served a variety of food that we have spoken about today. Uh, one of them being, obviously, the corn dogs. So generally you you can either get the corn dogs with just sausage sausage and cheese is another option and then sometimes with them you can also get the potato like it's like chips cut up isn't it mm. on the outside mm -hmm. of, of the corn dog and i think one thing that's interesting about this and in korean food in general is that it's kind of coated in sugar 
Like that's not something that I'm used so to. Well. Yeah, the sort of like I sweet know. savory mix. But on the corn dogs, yeah, there's just something about with it. um ketchup, the yeah, cheese. But yeah. we have the cheese and potato, and when we go to the rose, that's gonna be my part of call. When we go back to London, <laughs> I need that's to a good, eat. That's a good idea. I need to eat that again. I need to eat it when I'm not hungover. So traditionally, a Korean hot dog, which is called, I might do the pronouns wrong, gam- gamcha hot dog. So it's a gamcha. So it is. Oh, that's potato a, in Korean. Yeah. I think. Oh, is it? So mm. you normally have the wiener dog, wiener, <laughs> the traditional hot dog or mozzarella on top. It is then coated in like a cornmeal batter. Um, they then put frozen chips on it, like B said, deep fried, and then once it's fried and cooked, they cover it in sugar and then also mustard and ketchup, or like a ketchup, it's like a gokchang ketchup. And oh my god, it is so good! Like literally, you could find these on any street market corner and stuff. Like I think Cass had one the first night when we went to Hongdae. Oh, that's what I want to do. It was, yes, and they had like little markets on the side and she had one there. And we also had one, we had one when we went to the DMZ as well. Ooh. The DMZ had one there. Um, So yeah, just, I mean, just really good on the go. Obviously influenced from like an American side when that whole, you know, war yeah. stuff was going on. But also they've embraced it within their street food culture as well. Mm-hmm. but yeah i mean so much i think it'd be really good that when we post this episode we just post generally different information about our favorite korean foods and what they are yeah yeah and where you can go to maybe our favorite places we've been to as well oh that's a good shout yeah yes. restaurant recommendations Definitely. i'm thinking Ooh. to wrap up the episode shall we do a recommendation right now of some korean food that everyone should try Ooh. Ooh. i feel like b should go first because she cool. just thought of the idea <laughs> oh okay and it I... can't be seaweed oh. <laughs> well <laughs> that's put me out no i'm kidding i i am going to recommend tteokbokki as i say this is my favorite korean food it's like a, a korean rice cake in like a spicy sauce and you usually have like um fish bowl fish i don't know what it is like fish cake type thing in there it is delicious it's quite spicy but honestly it is beautiful honestly beautiful i would i recommend it to anybody watch Ginny's kitchen you can see the huge tteokbokki on there <laughs> but if not the small tteokbokki as well or even tteokbokki with cheese if you want to go crazy mm. just go on i think i had it with cheese and reviewed it was lovely it is it is um my recommendation is beef bulgogi korean barbecue kimchi pancake um with beer and soju <laughs> all of it one of everything <laughs> she's doing a loo I feel like we haven't actually spoke about soju my my recommendation was going to be Korean fried chicken with beer uh, the, uh, the beer yeah. in Korean fried chicken Chimak. that's what it's yeah. called in Korean because it's like chicken mac juice oh, Korean fried chicken when it is done properly magnifique so nice so good because it's you've got that like it's not it's just chicken yeah, it's not just chicken it's like chicken battered but the batter is it's quite light it, I wouldn't say it's really heavy and it's a very it's a very dark consistency it's mm. Korean fried chicken and you can have it with different sauces what do they normally serve it with um, it's the, there's this normal like a is it a brown sauce or a red sauce that they, they normally you dip it in yeah I don't, normal, I don't know what it is it's a bit more like it's like a bit honey mm, yeah. like a glaze it depends it's very you can get different 
uh, cream fried chicken. So mm. you can get your traditional, which is obviously what we know as fried chicken. You can do your red spicy, which is like gochugang spice sauce. You can get, they do honey a lot mm. as well. They do a lot of different mixes. Um, so it's always good just to get a tasting menu when you're there. But I remember Ooh. I, on one night out, we were too late to go to this Korean um, chicken place. So I ended up going to a KFC. But even the KFC in Korea, they've twisted it. Like, it's so much better. Like, it's just, it's Korean fried chicken. Like, it's just different. Like, they've done, it's almost like the Korean recipe. Like, it's crispy. It's light. It's it's so good. Ooh, and it's a little bit on the list. Ooh. Um, what's mine? I've literally just got a Korean menu up now because, obviously, I could pick everything. Um, but I think I'm going to go with something that's my go-to all the time. And it is... Which is something weird for me because I wouldn't, everything that's normally in it, I wouldn't class as being my favourite food. <laughs> but I love army stew, which is basically, I think it's called budai jinge, budai jinge, army stew. But basically it's got, I mean, B, you'd love it. It's got rice cakes in it. It's got noodles. Oh, yeah, it's so. almost got like a spicy um, beef broth with it, uh, fish cakes, spring onions, but spam it's got spam ah, in it Ah, we haven't mentioned the spam's quite a lot of dishes in korea isn't yeah it? yeah it's a really bit it's very very popular spam like incredibly popular i don't there's probably a history behind it again with you know the u.s army being in korea and stuff like that um but it just works so well in this it's such like a nice hearty mm. meal and normally it is a communal thing like you wouldn't normally order an army stew for yourself it's normally in a big broth in the middle um and you share it because it's got all these noodles rice cakes and everything um and it's just that would fill me up for the whole day like it's so good and Mm. again really nice with um soju and beer (laughs) or even mokali and i've not even spoke about Ah, mokali um but that is a very good drink to have with anything spicy um again i'd love my friends to take us out for mokali because key he absolutely loves it. Like he's a connoisseur of mockley almost. Oh, we'll have so to. So it'd be yeah. great if they could take him out. Because me and, and AM yeah. have never had mockley. We tried to order it when we went to Paris, mm. but they had sold out. So we just got soju. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I found it's not the same as. But then again, you say this about everything. Like even if you go to Amsterdam and have like the beer in Amsterdam, it doesn't taste the same. The beer here yeah. in Korea, like soju, mockley, everything, it just tastes different. Oh. it's just everything's just probably because you're there the yeah it just tastes better <laughs> we'll have to be very nice to lose friends and yeah just be pretty please <laughs> pretty pretty please um but yeah that's today's episode is everyone hungry yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like everyone should be hungry after that episode because i mean i've just eaten before the episode and even it's made me hungry but yeah shall we wrap it up then yes, yes. so do you want to listen next week so do you want to listen next week? So do you want to listen next week? <laughs> <laughs>